from the inkwells of Noir. To the digital screens of today. The kids present the comic book character of the month. Okay, breathe. We're gonna get out of this. And we're gonna go home. This place, it isn't what you think. It's a cage. But we can help each other. He's that monster. You cannot trust him. I'm just a man. But I know how it ends. I don't care what he can do. He's not getting out. But you thought you could win. I don't have to win. We both just have to lose. The man called Kane the Conqueror has been a pharaoh, a villain, a warlord of the spaceways, and even, on rare occasions, a hero. Across all timelines, one fact seemed absolute. Time means nothing to Kang the Conqueror. But what if that was a lie? Welcome to February and our comic book character of the month in celebration of Ant-Man and Wasp. Quantumania is Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror, only myself to conquer, is a graphic novel which is made up of the first five issues from the Kang the Conqueror series, which started in 2021. The first issue having come out with a release date of August 2021 and a cover date of October 2021. Our writers for the series are Colin Kelly and Jackson Lanzig. Our penciler is Carlos Magno. Our inker is Carlos Magno. Our colorist is Espen Grunden Hearn. Our letterer is Joe Carmanga. And our editor is Alana Smith. Nathaniel Richards was just a bored but ambitious teenager living in the 31st century until his older self, Kang the Conqueror, offered him the chance of a lifetime to be forged into the ultimate version of himself. But when Nathaniel found his future self's lessons too brutal, he escaped into the time stream and left Kang to die in a meteor impact. In ancient Egypt, Nathaniel found love with Ravona, a knight of Khonshu, and together they rebelled against the pharaoh Ramatut, another incarnation of Kang. Nathaniel determined that the only way to protect Ravona was to kill his future self again and take his place. But usurping Kang only earned him Ravona's scorn. He fled to the future to find yet another version of Ravona. And after being rejected again, for his bloodlust, he stopped resisting his fate and became the cross-time conqueror. He 
was fated to be. But when he found a third version of Ravona, one who he knew died tragically in his predecessor's timeline, he tried a new tactic, mercy. His mercy won him Ravona's love, but allowed her killer to take her life. Cementing the cycle of violence, young Nathaniel was once so desperate to escape. In one last act of defiance against time, Kang vowed to resurrect Ravona, even if it meant shattering all of reality. This series is absolutely captivating and brings to the forefront the complexity that is Kang. Kang the Conqueror is not an easy comic book character to get your head wrapped around. There have been so many incarnations throughout comic book history and Marvel of Kang. And this version that is presented here in this series is one that, yes, centers around the Nathaniel Richards connection to the character. Now, when talking about Richards and Nathaniel Richards, that is a future distant relative of Reed Richards. The exact nature of that relationship has been brought out multiple times, but the direct connection as far as how they're related blood-wise and how many removed from one another and all that stuff it has been brought up in so many different iterations, it's really confusing to say definitively, other than the fact that you can say they are distant relatives of one another. However, with this introduction of Nathaniel Richards here, and Marvel knowing that they would be introducing Kang into the MCU, I cannot help but think that peppering this series and centering it around Nathaniel Richards and the various different iterations of Kang the Conqueror was some very deliberate foreshadowing of the eventual introduction of the Richards family. Maybe we will see in the upcoming film some Easter eggs, some little planting of some ideas into the heads of all of us viewers out there watching Quantumania that Kang the Conqueror will somehow introduce, perhaps, eventually, the Fantastic Four. And if that's going to happen, then I would also anticipate eventually an introduction of Doctor Doom. So where does this comic book series lead us as it relates to Kang the Conqueror? That's a very good question, and one that still baffles me to a degree. As I read this story thoroughly, enjoyed it, I loved the Nathaniel Richards character, loved the fact that he had assumed in various different timelines and iterations the persona of Kang the Conqueror, and taken on that mantle. Now, when not knowing all of the historical circumstances and having read the comics and not having the ability to have read all of them, well, you go to a definitive source. And what was really fantastic about the 1980s 
is there was an entire series of a Marvel encyclopedia that came out. It came out in various different issues that were brought onto the newsstand. And you could go ahead and collect them. You could also buy them by that point too in the direct market at your local comic book store. And these provided quite a bit of knowledge about the backgrounds, the history of the Marvel Universe. As a matter of fact, they were done in alphabetical order. And when we got to the entry here for Kang the Conqueror, we're led into a bit of the complexities that exist about the character. The complexities being this. Kang the Conqueror was invented by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. Was first introduced in early iteration to the Fantastic Four. And from there would end up traveling time and come back in various different iterations. So the official handbook of the Marvel Universe, we go to K through M in that issue. And the entry for Kang the Conqueror is the birth and early life of Kang are shrouded in mystery. His later life in complexity. He was born in one of Earth's alternate futures of the 30th century, a different one from that which was conquered by the alien Badun, and it says, see, Guardians of the Galaxy, and being a man of adventure in a time of world peace and prosperity, he was discontent. Discovering a working time machine on the ruins of one of his ancestors' property, the man who would call himself Kang embarked upon a life of conquest and adventure. He began looting various time eras for weaponry and technology, prominent among which was the militaristic 25th century. Finally, he decided to set up a base of operations in Egypt, of 2950 AD, the Second Dynasty, where he used his advanced science to subjugate the natives, calling himself Pharaoh Ramatut. He ruled for about 10 years before he became restless and left. On his way to the future, he was delayed by a time storm that temporarily blocked his passage beyond the mid-20th century. Encountering Dr. Doom, he was inspired to construct a suit of body armor with a metal mask incorporating protective and offensive devices. As the Scarlet Centurion, he conquered Earth circa 1965 AD. This would diverge from the mainstream history as a consequence of his extemporal interference. Eventually thwarted, he resumed his course for the future and set down in an alternate Earth of 4000 AD, where civilization had all but collapsed, and the remainder of the human population was engaged in exterminating one another with remnants of the advanced weaponry of the previous era. It took him a few weeks to quell the warfare and create a small empire for himself. It was here that, by some accounts, he first took the name Kang the Conqueror. And this 
pattern of behavior would go on and on and on and on and on, uprooting himself, going to other worlds, other dimensions, other timelines to conquer them. So when we go to the theaters to see Quantumania and we see Jonathan Majors portraying that character, keep this in mind. Kang the Conqueror has a long history of various iterations that he would take on as far as Nathaniel Richards coming in and assuming that that mantle. Jonathan Majors here, we're kind of unsure if he will reveal himself as being a an iteration of Nathaniel Richards. I'm really interested to see if we're going to go into that level of continuity, but I can't help but think there's going to be some sort of tie there. And by going into the quantum realm, this is yet a different realm that he perhaps has conquered. That's the one thing that he is insatiable about, and that is conquering different worlds, going to different places, hanging out so he can manipulate the timelines, multiple timelines, and go to multiple worlds in different dimensions and eventually end up conquering them. It's almost a challenge at times for him. It fuels him, keeps him going. So those are some common traits that we may now see up on the big screen. This series that we read of Only Myself Left to Conquer is a great encapsulation of the greatest hits of Kang throughout history, but done through the main lens, the eye, the journey of Nathaniel Richards. And from that standpoint, I must commend Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing in developing a very focused and fairly easy to follow storyline that at times when it had been essentially parsed out or piecemealed together through an appearance here, an appearance there throughout comic book history. Now you've got one story that touches upon the highlights, the big highlights that Nathaniel Richards and Kang the Conqueror would end up experiencing. And really allows the reader now, at least through one story, to be able to get an idea about the complexities of this character, the motivations of this character, and the effect, frankly, that time hopping, time skipping, interfering with timelines, disrupting timelines can bring to bear. So time manipulation, I would expect here with Quantumania, will be a central theme. And I know that's been teased out in the trailers, particularly as it relates to the years that were lost between Scott Lang and his daughter. The fact that the snap had separated them for as long as they had and 
what Scott really wants is to have time back with Cassie. That's been muttered about. That perhaps can be a, a theme here. And the power of manipulation and the means technologically to disrupt time streams and what then Jonathan Major's portrayal of Kang will bring to bear here could really make for some compelling cinema and an overall great experience. So I would recommend Only Myself Left to Conquer, which again brings together the first five issues of the Kang the Conqueror series from Marvel Comics. Who are you? I'm the man who can give you the one thing you want. What's that? Time. Let me make this easy for you. You will bring me what I need. Or everything you call a life will end. I can shatter timelines. I don't care who this guy is. I just lost so much. He can give us a second chance. This place. It isn't what you think. You may not want her to watch this. We had a deal. I'm sorry, Cassie. You thought you could win. 